Popping in, popping out, and getting on with it. This show, Winnipeg Arena, is on fire. I'm your host, Martin R. Howell. I'll give you a table of contents. You want to know where you're going? I'll tell you this. 30 minutes after the hour, interview guest of the week. She is Emmy Pop. Originally from Puerto Rico, but I'm phoning her out in Seattle. Presently in Seattle. Get the phone call going on. All right. Uh, yeah. Emmy, pop, pop, punk, 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 punk. That's what you get, Emmy Pop. Interview guest of the week. And then, at some point past four, yeah, an hour after your time listening to this show, comic book, radio, theater, I continue my story of Green Lantern, Green Arrow. And, um, yeah, they got quite a perplexing situation that they're dealing with. Uh, and, and the story kind of goes a little bit social-political as well. It's an interesting read. I can't re- wait to read some Green Lantern, Green Arrow with you. Comic book, radio, theater, let's get, let's, let's get on with things. All right, what music am I going to start off with? I'll tell you this. Uh, I want to listen to a bunch of stuff from all across Canada, all across this country. Let's see. Um, we'll listen to... We'll listen to... What's her name? Cat. Black. She's from London, Ontario, and also within that province, up in Manitoulin Island. Manitoulin Island, Cucumber Boy, and uh, Kids Losing Sleep. Um, they're from just outside of Halifax, Nova Scotia. Uh, some kites on Mars. They're from a New Westminster, B.C. And, oh, hey, I'm totally loving this band. They're called Hidden Bliss. They're from Montreal. But before we go all into that, I've had a request for this one band from Edmonton. They're called All the Time Everywhere. I think there was 
a movie in the last recent years called that. No, no, not the movie. Old time, everywhere, the band. We'll start off with them. You are listening to this show. Winnipeg Arena is on fire. It's on CKUW 95.9 FM. The community supports us, and we thank you. Yeah. 
escape pod landing. Where am I? It's the new Star Wars Land of the Jawas that you put together. Action figures sold separately. You can move the action lever and make the Jawa capture R2-D2. R2? Are you all right? What are they doing to you? You can raise the elevator and make R2-D2 disappear into the sand crawler. Hang on, R2. I'm right behind you. Me too. <laughs> Kenner's new Star Wars Land of the Jawas. Action figures each sold separately. And the things that make you lie are sometimes all I think about in my quest to make you mine. Not much more is left to me in the morning.
this is Ella. This is Kaya. And this is Meg. And we're Plum Vision. And you're listening to CKUW 95.9 FM Winnipeg.
what I do for a living, son? Then step into the WWF war zone. Go ahead, create your own wrestler. Just another victim for Stone Cold to take out. Four player action, four more kicked. A piece of trash like you is going to get the steel cage with me. All the moves in the world won't mean jack when you meet the Stone Cold Stunner. You want to survive WWF Warzone? Stay away from me. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Acclaim Sports.
Flyaway action 
Jarrell, General Zod, and Lex Luthor each sold separately. It's Superman. And this is Wonder Woman with flyaway action. Flyaway action for Wonder Woman and Superman require assembly. Wonder Woman, you can make her fly. Superman and Wonder Woman, both with a flyaway action pack. All figures sold separately by Miko.
and you're listening to CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg. Perfect. Yes. The day you pick that bottle
What a Somber Song by Cucumber Boy. Manitoulin Islands, Cucumber Boy. All right. What else was on that set list there? Started off two in a row with All the Time Everywhere and did a double shot of Montreal's Hidden Bliss that led us to British Columbia's Kites on Mars. Kites on Mars. Then Kids Losing Sleep. They're from just outside of Halifax. Cat Black got got some more of her, and I'm going to play more of her in the future. I, I, I like what she's done. Her, her album is called The Storm. Cat Black, her album is called The Storm. Then Cucumber Boy, a lot of those songs were sad. They were sad songs, but let's cheer up. Let's cheer up. Let's get happy, and I know how to do that. Let's get on the phone lines and talk with our interview guest of the week. She is Emmy Pop. Emmy Pop, uh, yeah, let's, um, let's just get on with it. Listen to her music and get talking with Emmy Pop. She's been on the phone lines long enough. Let's do it. All right. You're listening to CKUW 95.9 FM. M, we are your commercial-free alternative.
was a rainy day. Rainy oh, day. Oh, it was a rainy day. Okay. Um, okay, uh, I will give you the one, two, three, four count, and we'll begin. Okay, sounds good. All right. One, two, a one, two, three, four. That rocking music, it happens here a lot on CKUW 95.9 FM. It's by Emmy Pop. She is my interview guest of the week, Emmy Pop. Emmy Pop, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Thank you so much for inviting me to the show today. Okay. Um, okay, what what are you doing right now as far as uh, your music is concerned? And uh, also, uh, a, a second question would be, what are plans for the future? First off, what's happening right now? Yeah, so right now, I'm currently in the studio recording my music. I'm working on my solo project. Um, my first single was Lo Se. Um, so I'm just working on my project. I continue sharing my poppy catchy tunes with all the humans in the world. Um, I am releasing my next single September 1st, which, uh, you know, we'll be getting a preview on today's show. I am very excited to be releasing my next song titled Te Busque, which means um, I look for you, I search for you. Um, this tune, this new tune that I'll be releasing Originally, it was supposed to be more on, you know, dark undertones, but it came out, you know, coming out very poppy. It even has, like, doo-wop vibes, so I'm really excited to share that. Um, what plans do I have for the future? Um, I plan on, you know, continuing creating more music, releasing, releasing more music. I'm also uh, working on putting my backup band together. <laughs> um, I'm currently in the theater recording all the instruments except the drums, so I am putting a band together so that way... I can tour, I can visit Canada, and I can visit Mexico, and I can visit Europe, you know? Uh, okay. I would love to tour and, and see people. You know, you, you said something very interesting there about how how last song you recorded went differently than you thought it would do uh, to begin with. Uh, what do you think about that? It's interesting how when you come up with an idea and you record it at your house and then you end up in the studio, and somehow the song transform into, I don't know, it's like the baby is born. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. something completely different. So it, it was interesting. Like, I still like my demo, but I really love what this song turned out to be. Okay. So, you know, you'll get to see that <laughs> in a bit. Oh, what, what's that song called again? Uh, so my next single is called Te Busque. And it means I searched for you or I looked for you. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, all right. All right. We'll see. We'll see if uh, we we could uh, <laughs> we could hear it or or, or not to, to today or not. All right. All right. All right. Second question: um, Who or what are your influences in starting with music? Uh, like like you grew up in in Puerto Rico. Right now you live in Seattle. Uh, yeah. Uh, who, who, who would you think are is your uh, influences in uh, getting into music? Yeah, okay, so my influences. So that's very, com not complicated, but, you know, there's so many different decades, genres, languages, countries that influence me, um, you know, who I am, the music I create today. Uh, for example, I love the 50s, the 60s, the 80s, the 90s. I started playing music in the 2000s you know, where pop punk was huge and it became a thing. So I think my, 
pop influence comes from then, but at the same time, I grew up listening to bands from Spain. For example, pop punk band from Spain, No Picky, Airbag, Juniper Moon, uh, Hombres G, you know, there's bands from Argentina, Dos Minutos. Um, and also, I can't leave out Puerto Rico. That influenced me so much. Punk rock bands like Napol Nariz, Antisociales, Ardijas, you know, Davila, Davila 666. It's more recent, Los Vigilantes, you know, and the list continues. All this made me love music and made me who I am today. And they influenced me when I'm in my writing process. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want to ask, how did, how did you get into punk rock, uh, like, uh, growing up in, in Puerto Rico? <laughs> um, let's see. How did I get into punk? Um, I think my rebellious teenage self is what got okay. me into punk. Um, so I grew up in somewhat, you know, straight, conservative, Christian culture. Um, so maybe me the rebellious teenager that I was questioning, defying the norm, the rules, religion, or everything. Maybe that's what attracted me to punk rock and rock and roll, you know, the attitude, the music, and also, you know, me finding a community within Puerto Rico that I related to. Yeah, Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the punk punk rock music scene like in in Puerto Rico, in San Juan and all that? Yeah. (laughs) So it's my favorite but, you know, I'm also biased because I'm from there. Um, but I feel like it's a family, a community where everyone knows each other, everyone supports each other. You go to a show and, you know, everyone, you just hug and kiss. And it's just a very supportive community. So, yeah, it's, it's a very special community for me and it holds a very special place in my heart. <laughs> okay, well, well, we'll talk about that later in the interview. Um, oh. We will go off and uh, listen to the song Amigos Vampiros. I, now, I don't know any Spanish. Uh, I will guess that it translates to English as Vampire Friends. Am I right? That is correct. I'm correct! Okay, okay, okay. Okay, what, what got you to write that song? Yeah, so, sorry, I'm going to correct you on something. It's okay. Amigos Vampiros. Okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then this song was written under my project Meli y los Poppers. Um, so this song had four band members. Um, I was the vocal lead guitar. We had Googie the bass player, Tony our second guitar, and Ronald the drums. Uh, so the band was formed when I was probably like 17. The funny story about this band, you know, we were formed around the 2000s. We were formed online through the internet probably like MSN Messenger <laughs> back in the day when there were like all these different messengers. Um, so we communicated online and would send each other ideas via email back and forth. Googie actually is the person that wrote the lyrics to the song. He would send me the lyrics. I would come up with melody, with the guitar, with the lead. Ronald the drummer would record it keyboard drums. That's pretty crazy, right? Keyboard yes. drums. <laughs> and then we would send it back to them. And our first show that we played, it was probably in a tattoo shop in my hometown or at the beach, and we had never met in person until that day, and we played wow. together. 
Can you believe that? No, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that a wild story? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's it's just amazing. It's, it's just like to, to think like 20 years ago you couldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, let's see. You know, Googie, the person that wrote it, did pass away a few years ago. Um, but I, I do know that he, he loved a lot, like, listening to vampire, ghouly pop-punk songs. So okay. I'm sure that, that's what influenced him into writing this song. Yep. Okay. All right. We'll go listen, <laughs> we'll go listen to Amigos Vampiros. I'm saying it wrong. I know that. Okay. Amigos <laughs> up next. Okay. I got to put a little bit of a punch into those words there <laughs> to get it right. Um, yeah, we'll go listen to that song. I am speaking with Emmy Pop. Uh, presently in Seattle, originally from Puerto Rico. I am speaking with Emmy Pop. She's my interview guest of the week. Let's go listen to some music and we'll be back on CKUW 95.9 FM. <laughs> One, two, three, four count, and we'll get back into this. Sounds good. All right. One, two, three, four. CKUW, just like that, we are back. I got the music of 
Emmy Pop back there, and I got the voice and the conversation with Emmy Pop right in front of me going forward. Um, Emmy, uh, I have to ask you this. This is a question. Coming to America, uh, what are things that you feel are different uh, in Puerto Rico than they are in America? And is this an exciting time in your life uh, to be living in a new country? Yeah, so I actually moved to the U.S. from Puerto Rico in 2007. Oh, okay. I do, yeah, <laughs> so a little fact about me, I did move to Seattle area in around 2007. Um, and to be honest, it was a little bit challenging, you know. Uh, it could have been challenging at times, um, although we are, you know, part of the United States, our culture, our language, our traditions, and our day-to-day -day interactions are so much different. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, I was used to being in a very tight underground scene. I knew everyone, it was a family. And so just moving here new, it took some time, you know. Um, I have been here since 2007, so, and it took a few years, but finally, you know, I've been creating that family. I'm, I'm part of the scene here now. There's so many scenes, Seattle is growing. Um, you know, there's punk rock, there's, you know, power pop, there's the 60s are coming back in Seattle. So <laughs> it's a good time to be here in Seattle. I'm really enjoying it, uh, meeting people and just, you know, enjoying everything that um, is happening right now in this scene. Okay, excellent, excellent. Uh, um, now, uh, let, let's go back to Puerto Rico. <laughs> if, let's go to Puerto oh, Rico. <laughs> okay, if I went with you to Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. Okay, we're, we're I'm visiting for the first time. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Where would you have me visit? Like, what what places would we go? Okay, so I would give you the local the local tour. First okay. thing I do when I get to Puerto Rico and I land, <laughs> I go to a beach that's really close by that sell like a bunch of like local fried food. So I would pretty much take you to the beach and to eat some food to start off with. Okay. Um, if we want to see some punk rock shows or if we just want to meet like some locals from the scene, I would take you to El Local. It's in a town called Santurce, which is part of San Juan. Okay. Um, I would also recommend going to Old San Juan. We call it Viejo San Juan. And, you know, it's historic. Um, there's castles. And it's just a very beautiful place to go and eat some shaved ice or have a pina colada because that's where pina coladas come from, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But, yeah, um, very nice place. Okay, okay, all I know about Puerto Rico is that I'm a pro wrestling fan and that oh. the bloodiest matches come from Puerto Rico. The most bloody <laughs> chaos matches, they come from there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I grew up loving wrestling, both okay. the U.S. wrestling and Puerto Rico wrestling. I know what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> Search Google Carlitos Colon, and you'll see, like, very, yeah, the bloodiest match. <laughs> okay, well, why, why, do, why do the Puerto Ricans have to go just so hardcore? It, 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 it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's beyond what North America does. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we're very passionate people, so, yeah. you know, <laughs> we got to go all in or nothing. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, very good. All right, now, um, 
where where can our listeners know more about you? Like, where where are you on the internet, or do you have like uh, music videos or anything? So I'm currently very active on Instagram. You can find me just search Emmy Pop. Um, I'm the one that looks like Poison Ivy when I had orange hair. Okay. <laughs> um, music videos are coming soon, so that's a good way to you know be in touch with me or you know have uh, up to date up to date news of what's happening with my music or my video. So I would say Instagram and soon YouTube. And YouTube, do you, do you have, are you on Facebook as well? I'm sorry. Facebook or as well? Are you on Facebook? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook. Okay. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, and soon YouTube. But honestly, Instagram is the best and the most active at this time. All right. I have been speaking with Emmy Pop. Uh, name spelled like E-M-I, and everyone knows how to spell pop. All right, uh, Emmy, <laughs> thank you very much for joining me here this afternoon for CKUW uh, Afternoon Radio. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. All right, we are going to listen to more of her music and get this afternoon going and rolling on and on and on. Comic Book Radio Theater is up next. CKUW. <laughs> We broadcast for real people, so we went out to find out what real people thought of us. I'm Sidney Weedman. This is not just a university radio station. It, it reaches out into, into the community in lots of different ways. Uh, you know, uh, my ex- own experience was that uh, festivals and events that I've organized in the past have always been uh, really, you know, supported in huge ways by CKUW. And, and so I, I felt it was important to try and return the favor, to try and give back a little bit. And, you know, to all the good things, not just to me, but to all the great organizations, great events, great people all over the city that CKUW supports in all kinds of ways. Creative, interesting, fabulous things that you'd never hear anywhere else. All kinds of events that, that push the envelope, that, that, you know, that make a difference in people's lives. You're listening to CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg.
little visit with Emmy Pop. Emmy Pop. Check her out on uh, Instagram. That's the, that's the site. Emmy Pop. Let's see. Um, how about this? I'm looking for a segue. Let's pop into this. Comic book, radio, theater. <laughs> All right, get actually get serious. Um, it's it's this is an important story I must read to you. That's right. I'm gonna read you a comic book. That's that's what we do here. Okay, it's comic book radio theater, and we will continue our story from last week. I will read to you Green Lantern number. 76, originally printed April of 1970. 1970, this, this is older than me. Okay, um, yeah, um, you know what? I'll tell you this about this comic book. For those who, who may like it, if you've ever had a landlord that you thought was total scum and you thought I hope they get their day I hope that you know their world comes crashing down I think you'd like this song so if you, you don't like sleazy landlords this is the comic book reading for you I will read it unto you Green Lantern number 76 from April of 1970. <laughs> this comic book is so old and, and and it's really tarnished. It is it's despicably tarnished. <laughs> like uh, and I, I and you know what I I looked up like the price guide for this comic book. It's 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 a rather revered one. In the price guide, if this comic book that I'm holding in my hands was mint condition, it would be for over $2,000. The one I'm holding right now, it, is, it has holes in it, rips in it. Uh, it's, 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 it's worthless. The only prize <laughs> reward I'm, I'm searching for words other than to say the only thing it's worth is being read to you on CKW 95.9 FM on these airwaves yes 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 alright you know what when I'm done reading we come to the end of our story We'll listen to music that was fresh back in April of 1970. What are we going to get? I'll tell you this. Let me look at my notes here. We'll get Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. They had a song out that you're still hearing it today. You regularly hear it today. And plus, whenever you watch a documentary movie about hippies, Usually this song is like floating in the background, okay? We'll also hear from Elton John 
He was a very, very young man at this point. He's putting out his first albums. He's getting his first number of hits. We will hear from Elton John. And there's more. We will hear from Paul McCartney. He has just recently separated from the Beatles. This is the first thing he puts out as a soloist. So, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Elton John, and Paul McCartney. That's what you will hear when I am done with my reading for Comic Book Radio Theater. All right. Uh, are we going to get on with this or or what? Yeah, let's look. Let's... Let's look what we have to do. Okay, I think I can get ready for this. Yeah, yeah, I'll be ready. I'll be ready. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, here's a band just to listen to as I get ready. They're from Kitchener, Waterloo in Ontario. They are called Part Time Cool. Yeah, that's what they're called. That's, that's what they are. Okay. And... This is what is right now, Comic Book Radio Theater. It's only brought to you here on CKW 95.9 FM. We are the University of Winnipeg.
once again, the ring folds back the universe and shower. Good. Still thousands of miles away from Titan. This is so coming apart. Okay. I, 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 I won't even work up a sweat diverting it. Luxurious office. Well, another greenie. 
green arrow. You're gonna make... You're gonna make another sob story too? Yeah. I'm gonna make you cry your curly little heart out. You make a lot of bread, do you, huh? And I want some too. You want money, huh? I knew you couldn't be as dumb as you look. The figure is $25,000, Slade. $25,000. You're putting me on. I mean, what you got to sell me? Safety, your health, the health of your errand boys. Too quickly for the eye to follow. The green arrow, this amazing archer's hand, lures to his quiver, hits and loses plexalim. Shafts. The four twangs of his bowstring sound as one. <laughs> okay, uh, Green Arrow has shot four arrows, and um, he has he, he's he has pinned he pinned. Jabal Slade, the, the business tycoon, uh, to the wall. Like, well, you'd have to see the comic book yourself. Well, you see my point? If not, I have a few dozen other points. Tycoon is taking the arrows out. Green Arrow thinks to himself as he's leaving the office. No, no, excuse me. Jabral Slade thinks to himself as Green Lantern leaves the office. To have some evidence of some of my underworld activities, or he wouldn't have 
hold their grandstanding play. Green Arrow, as he exits the office, thinks to himself, Slade took my baits. Yeah. Now I can only hope he runs true to form. Once a thug, always a thug. And so, as Star City sleeps on a dark side street, two men who look like gangsters are loading their guns, their hand pistols. They're walking down the street. They walk in front of a storefront that is empty. It has a big for rent sign in its front window. They go and tap on the front door. They very carefully open the front door. They see a a shadowed man sitting at a desk. Green Arrow? Green Arrow? Is that you? Where's Slade? He said us. We got something for you. The gangsters shoot their guns at whoever was sitting at that desk. Don't even bother checking him. We put nine slugs into him. We put nine slugs into a dummy. True. And it's not the only dummy here. Green Arrow flips over one of the gangsters, throws him right clean across the, the room. The other gangster points a gun at Green Arrow, but he takes one of his arrows and shoots, shoots the, the gangster 
and and gets it straight into his 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 uh his his holster, his pu his pu his pistol. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, anyway, it's blocking his his pistol. It makes it uh, completely useless. And this is what Green Arrow can do, and that is hit him. You're a mite slow on the draw, there, fella. Don't worry, though. You'll have plenty of time to practice in prison. Now that Green Lantern has knocked out these two gangsters, he goes to the desk and he opens up a drawer. And he thinks to himself, Now to collect the evidence, the tape recording of our little talk about Slade. Oh, no! One of the bullets hit it! The tape! It's ruined! Why the devil couldn't they shoot straight? started with a couple of little fish netted while the big boss shark goes his way to a neighborhood that can never really be brightened. Morning and gloom. That's it, Green Lantern. I should have known Slade wouldn't come himself. He wouldn't come himself. And I shouldn't have counted on the tape gimmick. So, Slade's still free. And the people in this building are about to be evicted. Slade's humanity. I tried his greed, and we both failed. Some heroes we are, eh? 
If there were only some way to connect the gunmen with their bosses. Whoa, 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 wait a second. Wait a second. The hoods, those gangsters, they haven't been in touch with Slade yet. Yeah, uh, no. And Slade, he ain't exactly famous for his loyalty to his employees. Then he doesn't know they've been caught. And we have a chance. So falling apart. Citizens of Star City raise their eyes, look up from the pavement into the blue of a noon hour sky. Observe two gentlemen on their way to work. This will be a sight to tell their grandchildren about. Citizens of Star City, wouldn't it? Okay, Green Lantern is flying in the sky, and with his power ring, he is making a a couch, like a living room couch. And... On, uh, sitting on the couch is Green Arrow and this other other uh, looks looks like a looks like a businesswoman. All right, a businesswoman, maybe a lawyer. citizens that you can't be at Jabral Slade's penthouse office exactly five minutes later. Yo! You idiots! I told you never to come here! Why didn't you phone? Phone like I told you to! Oh, we, we, we got hassled by the fuzz, boss. We had to stay out of sight. I mean, I mean, did, did, did you hit him? Did you hit him? Who, boss? Who? Green Arrow! Did you finish him off? I, I, I don't understand. Finish off. Finish him off. I paid you to kill him. Remember? Oh, did you? How interesting. Green Lantern is using his power ring on himself. 
he is making it obvious that he was in the disguise of the gangster that Gibral Slade knew. He's showing Gibral Slade he is Green Lantern. Green Lantern! You, 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 ah, I mean, you, 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 you figured you're pretty blunt and clever there, huh? Well, you, you can't prove a thing, eh? You can't prove a thing! Green Lantern won't have to prove anything. That's my job, District Attorney. Need I add that you're under arrest? Jaylene! Jaylene Tyne! The District Attorney! Back off! Back off, Tyne! This is more than a paperweight. It's a live grenade. I've just swiped it off my desk. So you back off, District Attorney. Jabal Slade grabs the, the grenade off his desk and he pulls the, he pulls the, the, the pin on it. I'm going! I'm going! And anyone who tries to stop me is going to be blowing the scraps! I'll die before I lose my freedom! You impressed, Green Lantern? Not especially. Still, the windbag may not be bluffing. I might as well take care of him. No trouble. Green Lantern uses his power ring, and it turns into a giant hand that flicks away the grenade out of Gibral Slade's hand. The grenade goes through a glass window and blows up outside outside the the, the window. Well, I'll be darned. He wasn't bluffing. Amazing. I would have sworn he wasn't able to speak the truth. You learn something new every day. Green Lantern is using his power ring again. He has Gibral Slade trapped in a mouse trap. That's right. I've been wanting to to nail this uh, rat for years. I've been trying to nail this uh, rat for years. The police are there to take Gibral Slade away. The district attorney, Jaylene Tyne, thanks Green Arrow and Green Lantern. I couldn't pin anything on him. 
Until now, Green Lantern, Green Arrow, on behalf of Star City, I thank you. Our pleasure, Mrs. Tyne. The end of our adventure? Yes, but we prophesied that our story was not a happy one. And indeed it is not, for there remains a very important epilogue. Epilogue. One of the guardians um, is showing up in an astral form presence, and he has a message for Green Lantern. Green Lantern of Earth! Heed me! Heed my anger! You have been insubordinate! You have disobeyed your orders! We commanded you to remain on station until we decreed your task completed! That's right, Green Lantern. You apologize. You apologize. Grovel in front of that walking mummy. You call yourself a hero? Chum, you don't even qualify as a man. You're no more than a puppet. And the Guardians pull your strings. Listen, forget about chasing around the galaxy. Remember America. It's a good country. Beautiful, fertile, and terribly, terribly sick. children dying honest people cowering in fear disillusioned kids ripping up campuses
when on the streets of Memphis, a good black man died. And in Los Angeles, a good white man fell. a mind's image of Martin Luther King and Robert Kennedy. Something is wrong! Something is killing all of us! Some hideous moral cancer is running our very souls! your mud ball pretty like a smug tomcat how dare you presume the metal in the affairs of humanity when human beings are no more than statistics to you and your crew How would you advise us then? That's easy. Come off your perch, touch, taste, laugh, and cry. Learn where we're at. And why? And why? There is wisdom for a week. The Galactic Immortals argue and debate. Finally, one of their number is chosen to leave Planet O, disguised as an Earth mortal. He appears in Hal Jordan's hotel room. Green Lantern of Earth, I have a proposition for you. Lantern, the 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 Guardian, and Green Green Arrow, in their civilian uh, outfits, are in a in a truck. They are driving away from uh, Star City. There's a fine country out there, out there someplace. Let's go find it.
set out together, moving throughout cities and villages and the magistry of the wilderness, searching for a special kind of truth, searching for themselves. America. One, a member of the Galactic Guardians. Oh, far, far away from the securities of his home world. The others, creatures of Earth, seeking an answer, a creed, an identity. Next issue, come with Green Lantern and Green Arrow on a journey of dissolution. has been Comic Book Radio Theater on CKUW 95.9 FM out of the University of Winnipeg. You have just listened to a reading of Green Lantern number 76 April the year 
You're listening to CKUW 95.9 FM in Winnipeg.
over just in time, just in time. I'll be back at you next week. I think I'll give you some Spider-Man. It's been a while, so Spider-Man next week. Uh, you've been listening to Winnipeg Arena is on fire. I've been your host, Martin R. Howell. Be back at you next time. Uh, anything else to say? No, no, just take care. <laughs> Goodbye. And keep listening to the 95.9 FM. See you later. FM, bringing the issues of youth in and from care from their lives to your mind.